Welcome to a comparison of point of view in literature by Herded Words. There are four points of view you could use to write your novel. First, second, third limited, and omniscient. Each one is a massive undertaking with a lot to learn. So we're going to ignore the second person point of view because it's rarely ever used in literature. Point of view refers to who is telling the story and how they're seeing it unfold. First point of view uses the pronouns I, me, my, mine, and myself. The character is the narrator. Third limited point of view uses the pronouns he, his, him, himself, she, her, hers, herself, they, their, theirs, them, themselves, it, its, and itself. The narrator is watching the story unfold from the perspective of a character, and they're right there with that character. Omniscient point of view uses the same pronouns as third limited. He, his, him, himself, she, her, hers, herself, they, theirs, theirs, them, themselves, it, its, and itself. The narrator is also a watcher, but they can be watching from any perspective. The narrator is anywhere and everywhere. Let's break down the pros and cons of each point of view. So the pros of first-person point of view. First, strong characterization. First-person point of view is really the best way to get to know the narrator's thoughts, feelings, opinions, etc. It's all available to the reader so they get to know the narrator in depth. Second, reader intimacy. The reader can feel like they are the main character. Who doesn't like to feel like they're on an adventure? Third, a clear narrative voice. When using the first person, it's always clear who's narrating. The voice stays clear and consistent throughout the entire novel. And now the cons of first person point of view. First, it's difficult to describe the narrator. People don't often spend a lot of time describing themselves. For example, Hi, I'm Jane. I'm a nice girl with blue eyes and waist-length hair. Or, when I woke up this morning, I went to the mirror and stared hard at myself. My piercing blue eyes looked haunted. Those are both terrible examples. Also, the reflection route is very overdone. You should probably skip it. The problem is that if everything in the novel comes from the brain of the narrator, how do you organically describe them? It's one of the biggest challenges of using first person. Second, a limited range of knowledge. A first person narration is limited to what that character knows, what they see, feel, hear, etc. This can make advancing the plot difficult because the narrator has to be involved in every single thing. Furthermore, the narrator might not understand the big picture or even realize that it exists. And third, a narrow experience. 
the reader will only experience what the main character does. This can limit the characterization and subplots available to an author. There are many novels that are written in the first point of view. Some best-selling novels include Fifty Shades of Grey, The Girl on the Train, Gone Girl, and Water for Elephants. Some examples of award-winning novels written in first point of view include Ancillary Justice, The Friend, Less, and The Sympathizer. Next up is third-person limited point of view. Let's talk about the pros. First, keeping secrets. If your point of view character doesn't know something, your narrator can't know it either. It's really easy to keep secrets from your reader when writing in third-person limited. Second, flexibility. In the third person, you control the view. Is it deep? Is it light? Are you giving an overview? This gives you more flexibility to control how close the reader feels to a character at any given time. Third, multiple point-of-view characters. If you have multiple point-of-view characters, it's easy to shift between them. It's also easy to identify which point-of-view character is currently in use. Now on to the cons of Third Person Limited. The first one is multiple point-of-view characters. I know I used this as a pro, but it's also a con. Having too many point-of-view characters can make readers less engaged with all the characters. It can also make the story harder to follow. A big mistake authors make is changing perspectives too often or not alerting the reader that they've changed. The second con is writing what isn't known. It's a common mistake to write things that the point of view character wouldn't know. It's also very common to write from a perspective that does not belong to the point of view character. Remember, even though the narrator isn't the character, it's still experiencing everything from their perspective. When was the last time you thought about your eye color, your facial expression? They're probably not things you think about regularly. Start everything by thinking to yourself, what would my character think, feel, see, or experience? The answer is what, and only what, you can write. Third is improper adverbs. This ties into the whole writing what isn't known thing. Authors will use adverbs to describe how characters are feeling. I want to go home, Jane said sadly. But how does the point of view character know Jane is sad? Unless she says, I feel sad, the feeling is an assumption. Instead of assuming sadly, use the actions of the other character to show the feeling. And the fourth con with third limited is pronoun problems. Here's an example. John went to the store. He met Jack there. Jack thought John was tired. He wasn't. He asked what they should do. Which he is he? It's easy to lose track of who's who, especially in scenes with a lot of characters. Third limited point of view isn't as common as people think. However, it is used for literature all the time. Some examples of best-selling 
books that use their limited point of view are The Lost Symbol and The Wrong Side of Goodbye. Some examples of award-winning literature that use their limited point of view are A Visit from the Goon Squad, Red Shirts, and The Wind-Up Girl. And last up, we're going to talk about omniscient point of view. Let's start with the prose. First, a reliable narrator. The omniscient narrator is the closest to reliable you can get. Because they sit outside the story and can see everything, they're viewed as a trustworthy source of information. Second, secrets can be revealed anytime. An omniscient narrator can reveal secrets or any information to the reader whenever it needs or wants to. There's no worrying about if the character knows it, because the omniscient narrator knows everything. Third, sharing backstory. Backstory can be revealed naturally by an omniscient narrator. Flashbacks and dialogue become less necessary methods of imparting that information. Now on to the cons. First is oversharing. Since the omniscient narrator knows everything, it's easy to reveal too much information or tell things too soon or just, you know, talk too much. Foreshadowing can also feel forced. Second is telling instead of showing. Again, that knows everything perspective makes it too easy to fall into the trap of telling the reader everything that happened and showing them almost nothing. Third, where are we? Because the omniscient narrator knows absolutely everything, this includes the thoughts of all the characters. What happens is you can start slipping into the heads of too many characters and confuse your readers. I think omniscient point of view is the most commonly used point of view in literature. A lot of stories seem like they're written in third limited, but they'll have these moments that show an omniscient narrator. Some examples of best-selling omniscient point of view books are Shelter in Place, Sycamore Row, and The Target. Some examples of award-winning novels that use omniscient point of view are All the Light We Cannot See, The Graveyard Book, and The Underground Railroad. Can you mix point of views? The answer? Of course, you can do anything you want in your novel. A better question, is it a good idea to use more than one style of point of view? Using two styles, like first and third, will increase the difficulty of writing your novel a lot. However, if you execute it well, there's no reason not to. I think the only examples I've ever seen are using two different characters and separated chapters, but it's still pretty rare. One example I can think of is the best-selling novel Me Before You or the award-winning novel A Visit from the Goon Squad. Head on over to www.herdedwords.com slash compare hyphen P-O-V where you'll find prompts and exercises to help you 
choose and improve your point of view writing, you'll also find more detailed information from the examples. Choosing a point of view can be a difficult decision. It's worth seriously considering each of your options and evaluating how they might affect your story. Do you have a reading preference or a writing preference? Why? Let me know. And like always, happy writing from Herded Words.